Welcome back to Feed the Bear, a Mayor of Kingstown podcast. Today, we are going to be discussing Season 2, Episode 9, Peace in the Valley. My name is Axel, and of course, with me is Heath. You can check us out at dvrpodcast.com. Become a patron like Savage Ginger. Thank you. Thanks for joining the crew. Tons of exclusive and ad-free pods over at patreon.com slash DVR. It keeps the lights on. Let's talk some Kingstown. How you doing, Heath? Oh, I am electrified. I've been walking around Kingstown. I decided today I was just going to, you know, have some drinks, take some glasses from bars. But then I decided not to. And I said, you know what? (laughs) Axel needs me. So I answered my phone and see, you see what I did there? I did exactly what every podcast does that I don't like when they bring <laughs> stuff from the show in. And, and I just did that. That's you for did. all you people. That's for yeah. all you guys out there, but no, I, I'm excited. Uh, one quick note, of course, I will be on a cruise. So, um, I won't be with Tom, but I'll be on a cruise and I will miss the finale. Mm. So I won't be able to cross. So I'm hoping one Mike returns yes he has my shoes on he's confirmed oh he's been confirmed good good because in my contract is one mic if i'm not going to be on a kingstown pod one mic represents me so uh, that's good okay now i feel good yeah can't believe i'm missing the finale though jeez well you know just uh have fun on your cruise and when you get back maybe at some point in time we'll We'll get to jump on a pod and talk a little bit about it. People are going to have to head over to DVRpodcast.com and check up on all our pods, including our including our newest pod that we just did, did a little intro uh, placeholder pod, Rabbit Hole. We're going to be covering that, too, the new Kiefer Sutherland Paramount Plus show. But, uh, yeah, let's get into Kingstown, man. All right. Mike returned from his me day. He was like, I'm taking a me day. Um, Damn it, Ian. And we we had, had another short episode. I think this one was about 36, 37 minutes long, uh, a little shorter there if you take out the credits. And uh, unlike some of the other ones, I felt like, and I know you did too, a ton happened in this episode. We were booking. We were moving. It was a fun episode. Even the Iris part was interesting for the first time all season. Something actually (laughs) happened. Um, But generally speaking, this episode, man, Mike is losing control. The, The whole gambit with putting everyone in jail obviously totally backfired. Nothing's going right. He's got deals coming to him that amount to no good choices. Um, I don't know, man. Let me tell you something. If I was Mike, I would just take those bear bonds, fuck Iris, fuck everybody else. And I just take off and go to Alaska and become a chef. I would just leave Kingstown for good. The the dude doesn't even have a proper room to sit in. He just lays on that fucking bed and he can't even lay down. The phone's ringing. Oh, I, yep. You know, uh, seriously, it's time, you know, it's funny when we when he was talking to Miriam and uh, she was letting the uh, dinner burn and he went over and put it on a, you know, move the pan yes. on the stove. I'm like, oh, Mike, <laughs> you know what you really want to do. Yes. I was he thinking the that same eye. thing, dude. I was thinking the same <laughs> thing. He finally gets to do a little cooking. 
um, if only just to save the meal. And then he's like, I'm not staying. And she's like, it doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter. You're here now. Yeah. I think that that, that scene um, and what happens as well uh, to uh, what's that kid's name again? Solo. I'm a little Jacob. 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 I'm sorry. That scene with Jacob. I mean, I did not expect him to show his head all crushed on the ground like that. That was absolutely horrific. And they did, they just captured very quickly with those guys pushing him around how he felt. And I just feel like what happened in that situation with Miriam, the connection to his mom, his family was just so metaphoric for everything that's happening in his life, the way he has control over nothing. If he takes the phone call, if he doesn't take it, um, it's just like a bunch of crazy shit. And uh, it was just so sad, man. And it, it did make me think, I'm sorry to launch right in, but I'm, 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 I'm getting some steam on this one solo. Go steam it. Steam it up. Steam those veggies. The, the conversation, first of all, the scene with Ian and Mike, when he gets to the scene when Bunny robs the, the, gun, uh, the gun shop, that whole, their whole back and forth was fucking hilarious and was oh, maybe one of the best back and forth that they did in the whole series so far. But the little story that Ian tells about how, you know, when Napoleon was at war, he wouldn't answer his mail for two weeks. If it was really important, it would still be around and just kind of mm-hmm. how, And that's bullshit, right? Because you see, like, Mike leaves for a day and this kid dies. Well, back in the day, it was letters. It was letters letters. to Napoleon. So stuff, stuff. Stuff was slower. That's so true. In, but in I mean, 2023, the point. it's one day <laughs> for McCluskey. True. But the for point I think no, is yeah. that no matter he's the mayor, he's the king, whatever, it just, it doesn't matter. You know, I think that no one can control this situation and no one should even try. Yeah, no, I, you know, it, it was a great metaphor and Ian makes a lot of, makes sense because but the problem is it has no relation to what mike is doing absolutely none as much as ian you know it was it was a good um history lesson and you know in essence it was his way of saying see you were gone for a day i took care of stuff it went bad Mm -hmm. but it's taken care of but in mike's case with him not dealing with stuff like his, I mean, this deal was bad putting the, the four generals in and, you know, the heads of the families and the crew didn't work. It backfired. And it really is foreshadowing as we'll get into Mike and bunny, what could be going on there. But it, it's like, also when Mike, other people do the stuff for Mike, it tends not to work out either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it worked out, but the ramifications. Mike does seem like the only one, though, that is like, he knows when you do a deal with someone, you have to see it through and be good on your word. But yet he failed with Bunny, leaving him in too long. And he thinks in his mind, hey, they have a tight past. Everything's good. It'll be okay. And of course it's going to turn as 
we'll get into. But with Ian and Mike, it's like, <laughs> I mean, you're right. That that back and forth is fantastic. And again, who's the common denominator? It seems is Hugh Dillon. This guy knows as an actor just the banter and just he he's like this the glue. He's like the unsung hero of this series. And we've talked about this before. But I just love like when he he ch- he chews up the scene, but not intentionally. He's just so good. And and it just ah. But I worry about what he did. But. But even with the Miriam and Jacob thing, I you know, Miriam Axel, she seemed to take it a lot better than I thought she would. Uh, I thought she was going to be like, you didn't, you didn't answer my calls. Look what happened, Mike. But she's ever since the riots, we mentioned this before. She's yeah. been a little easier on her family. Well, I think she's the broken solo. I think she's she just, is. she's broken. And when he told her this, I think her reaction was kind of like, oh. That's what happens here in Kingstown. It's like she's done. She's tried so hard to educate and to fix things and to fix one person, to get help for one person. And that couldn't be done in all the chaos. Yeah. So it was almost like, I'm going to bed. I'm done. But my big question to you is, do you think they shot Diane Weiss stuff all in like two weeks (laughs) and then just laid the clips out? I think it was probably two days man you know i, I mean <laughs> yeah. now probably a little longer she did have some scenes earlier in the season and they do they have been getting her in there for a scene or two every episode i feel like um she's been consistent this season but yeah it's it's not a lot but it's great what she does and it's affecting and you know 100 i think the change in her character losing her son then kind of losing Mike fully to this business, you know, seeing mm-hmm. Ky- Kyle go down the road that he's going down, drugged up, working with Mike, ignoring his pregnant wife, who's now left him to go live with her dad in Jersey, mind you. Jersey City. <laughs> she said, like, I'm going to Jersey, um, which is kind of far away because they're still supposed to be in like Michigan, right? Well, they are. So, yeah, Kingstown didn't move to Pennsylvania yeah. when they changed. No, okay. so. but yes, no. It's a it's a good, decent play ride. A yeah, hefty drive. Um, and she does offer you can come with me. And mm-hmm. you know, Kyle is. You know, it's funny because it's like his wife. I mean, I feel so bad for her Oy. because she's trying and she's with child, and she, she does not need to be living in a town like this. And she does offer him to come with her, but you know, that's not going to happen. But I think Kyle needs to get his shit together. Um, But he's going to run the risk of losing his wife and his family. He sure is, man. It's so sad because, yeah, I mean, I just think about when my wife was pregnant and like every day was a new discovery. Hey, we're going to the doctor. Oh, the heartbeat. Oh, it's this big. We look in a book. Oh, we're decorating the room. And he's just completely ignoring this entire process and her. I mean, let alone just maybe taking care of her. Not every person gets so into it. I, you know, I mean, every person's different. But he's mm-hmm. just not even involved in her life. He seems to be a little cleaner this episode, Kyle. Right? He doesn't. We didn't get as much drinking and pill popping or sniffing, you know. So it well, seems like it's it p- 
put him on a track to work with Mike, right? Like that solved his yeah. issue. Yeah, it seems like he's got some sort of purpose now. He even mentions, oh, I'm kind of yes. good at this. Yep. Like yep. he feels like he he's found a niche. And we we had talked about that episodes ago that it seemed to be, this seemed to be where it was headed, kind of the two brothers. And then what if he starts doing things and he's starting being a good at it? And sure enough, that's what's happening. And he needs that for himself, unfortunately, with young marriage, having a child young. I mean, he's probably what, what would you say, like, early thirties, late twenties, early thirties. Yeah. Around that time, which yeah. In 2023, that's still really young. 50 years ago, you, you know, you lived your life (laughs) or in the Napoleon days, you were probably dead, (laughs) but uh, waited two weeks. He waited two weeks, uh, (laughs) you know, and, and it just, it, the problem is, and again, I know, know from being married had, had the drinking and the pill popping not been involved, I think it would have been easier. Like it, it would be, I mean, then you wouldn't have a show, but, or this storyline, but to be able to talk to your wife and be able to communicate and be like, I, you know, and, and, and he hasn't been doing that because he's been coming home hammered, you know, and now it's too late, but she still loves him. And she's not like, it's over. You can come with me like that. Usually when, couples separate like that especially we're talking in tv shows usually it's over the woman has already made up her mind and she's done yeah she's not she's not she's still giving him a you know it's not over but is he gonna realize that he needs to just get away and get his head straight i don't think it's in his mccluskey 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 blood axel yeah thank you sir his mccutcheons um, McCutcheon's whiskey. Uh, yeah, it's it's a sad situation. Um, there was another thing that. Oh well, well, to answer your question, do I think no? I think that that might be the last time we see her. You know, I think that Kyle is sucked into this world and this life, and we do have to remember, right? Like they did spend a good part of the first couple episodes with Miriam a lot too, laying down how this game that they're playing sucked her husband, her sons, this town, right? These prisons. And so they kind of set that up as a drug in itself, this pull for him. So I, I, yeah, I don't know that we're going to see her. I don't think he's going to realize who knows, maybe we're in for a surprise and uh, it's Mike that gets taken out or goes away. And season three is like Kyle taking over. The King Kyle, they'll call him. Um, but I did want to mention one thing with Kyle. It was kind of a throwaway line as Mike is walking into the bar, I think it is. This is much later in the episode. Things are happening, right? right? He's, 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 that's when he, just before Robert gets beat up or dead, we don't know yet. And he's, as Mike is entering, you hear Kyle saying, yeah, I didn't tell anybody. I think he told them that he took the bonds. Oh, that's what I think he was telling Stevie and Robert and whoever else was there that he took the bonds. 
Oh, interesting. I did not pick up on that. I think so. Yeah. I just wanted to throw that in because it was like a quick thing, but they cut to him and you see him say like, yeah, I just didn't tell anybody. And then all of a sudden they're like, Mike and Mike comes in, you know, and we know Mike has to tell, oh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Robert wasn't there, but we know that he has to tell Robert Ian was there, Um, you know. Where's Robert? Get Robert, blah, blah, blah. Which also kind of, the Robert thing frustrated me. This was the one thing in the episode that I felt was not as tight as the other things is when Mike first sees Robert in the parking lot of the police station, I believe it is, and Stevie and Ian are there too, right? Mm -hmm. Um, He already has met with Bunny. He already knows that they're going to try to take him out. And it was a little awkward. You could see how they tried. And you know what I'm saying? Solo is like you're on set and they're blocking it out. And they're like, okay, get away from him really quick. So he doesn't have the time to yell out to you. By the way, they're going to fucking kill you. Like there's a hit out on you. I I think I I took it as he wasn't ready to give that. He didn't want to give that information. Okay. That's it. I like Why do you think that would be? Because with everything going on, with Bunny being released, taking the guns, there's already, whatchamacallit, on his back, you know, like, like target, target on his back by yeah. the PD. If he goes, Bunny called a hit on you, shit would blow up, and that would be it. Yes, and Bunny did also say to him, don't fuck with me, Mike. I'm the king, right? He was like, right. the king gets... I mean, that might have been... Yeah. I can't remember if that was before or after his king thing, because he has a second meeting... Oh, you're right. Bunny. The second one is the king thing. But he, okay, d- he did kind of say to him, don't get in my way. And the, the first time he told him about Robert. Right. Yes. But he figured, okay, yeah, it's, it's basically, I took it as he just doesn't want to give all his information to that. He doesn't, because if he says there's a hit on you, you better lay low. Um, shit's going to hit the fan. And also Mike still thinks he can clean this mess up. He thinks he could prevent this, even That's though he, Get the it's guns. not going to yeah. happen. Yeah. That, yeah. So, so yeah, to make the trade and he thinks in that second private meeting, he's going to be able to convince bunny not to go through with it, but realize that it, it he can't, he can't. And so after that second meeting, Mike's like shit. So he, you know, he should have said something, but he thought again, him and Mike are, are okay and it's not Mm. and the line has been crossed i think officially and this friendly relationship is over yeah i was gonna say what's up with bunny and mike and and bunny great acting especially in the second scene is when they meet upstairs in that kind of like abandoned house and then he tells his boys to go downstairs right yeah and, man, you're not in my weight class yes yeah. and he and he there's a point at which when he says to him you put me in, you put me in the hole mike and there's like almost like little tears coming out of his eyes and what we remember when he was in prison we kept on noticing how much anxiety he had and how yep. upset he was to be there that it wasn't just, 
you know, the typical gangster thing. You put me in prison and I'm the man. No, it was, he was emotionally scarred. Psychologically. Yeah, psychologically scarred by the experience. And the point of, and I think that going out, like when the episode starts him getting all the guns and that was awesome too, because I was like, what is Buddy up to? Like, what is, why is he being so nice to this guy? No. I was like, is he going to shoot him now? Like when he gave him the gun, they did a couple little trick there where he kind of like touched his jacket and you thought maybe he was going to put a bullet in it real quick or something. And then he just kind of steps aside and that truck comes through i was like man that was really done very well that whole scene was perfect even the kid the 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 owner's son and the way the owner was like hey we don't open in 15 minutes he's like hey come on man it's like okay come on it it was man that was (laughs) that was great but oh but i just just to finish what i was gonna say it feels like when he's been hurt and he's scared and he's going to get all these guns and taking all these um, measures to shore up his power because of this fragility that he felt while he was inside the prison. 100%. And um, I think whether, we, I mean, we don't know exactly what happened to Bunny when he was in prison before. True. Uh, you know, could have been in the hole, some bad crap happened. I mean, I mean, you know, some guys getting, you know, the things are happening there and it just really got to him. And that was kind of like why he came up, get me out, Mike, get me out, Mike. Yeah, and it yeah. just got worse and worse. And he had to get into a huge fight. He's getting beat up by the guards. He's seeing people get killed in front of him. I mean, that just shows you he's a human being. He's, he was on the outside, I'm not going to say he softened up, but he wasn't in that prison world. And then once he got back, it, it roughened him up and made him psychologically a mess. And now he's got that mentality on the outside. He's yeah. got that prison mentality on the outside. Mm, and cause there's a few, there's a few things here. One, it's funny. Cause when I watched it the second time, I didn't realize he said, I'm going to call my wife. Yeah. Had I known that I, cause at first I thought someone was trying to get money. And then within a second, I'm like, Oh, they're jacking the place. But, um, he, doesn't care. I mean, he's a six, four, 300 pound man. I thought they would be in another state or another town, but no, it's, he's, he right doesn't care. Yep, I mean, he's they shouldn't where he's, where yeah, he he's in his, yeah. Yeah. So he's past the point of no return. He doesn't care. I mean, taking down the surveillance, whatever that's smart. But at the same time, I mean, the cops know it's him. Yeah. They know bunny took any left of course, witnesses, any left witnesses. He doesn't care. He's ready for war. He's ready. And this is, he's past the point of no return. This isn't the fun bunny. You know, can you take my nephew to hockey and let's have a beer on my lawn bunny? No, Mm -hmm. the prison experience brought this back. And now it's the point of no return for him. And Mike is basically telling you cannot have Robert. And again, we called it way back when Robert was the trophy. It wasn't the DA. Mm -hmm. That was just, the real trophy is Robert because, yeah. you know, back to like how, you know, people, are, people are afraid that their do- doors are going to get kicked in and get shot with this, what this idiot. And I had nothing really so much. I mean, I know he, he wants a toll to be paid for the riots and all the people that died, but I'm like, okay, that's a little unfair because 
you know it was both i mean yeah that was that was like a war where the robert thing is like a personal you can tell it's a bit more personal because he represents what the abco guys that bunny had to deal with in the prison right he's another stand-in so they they could take him out um and honestly and they went to see his grandmother too remember what they did like as as nice they treated him as ian said yep. they still broke down her grandmother the grandmother's exactly. door yeah and that crossed the line right there so all these things were happening that looked like mike would be like no problem no big deal you know but you know when mike says axel i trusted the wrong people mm-hmm. and, and bunny's like i feel you i feel yep. it yeah he, he he wanted to, he wanted to say i trusted you mike exactly yeah definitely man but at Again, hats off to Toby Bam Tifa. What an actor. Dude deserves an Emmy. Love him. I hope I hope that this somehow propels his career too and he gets into some bigger stuff because it will. It he, will. He's got he he's got the chops, man. Um yeah, that little moment of tenderness or that or, or, or vulnerability, I should say, when he cries there really kind of shook me. I was like, damn, I rewound it actually, and I was like that's a fucking that's like you do that in acting class and the and the teacher's like you're my prize pupil (laughs) you you get it you get it like you you could tell that's like man he he practiced that and uh it came through but interesting enough let's talk another piece about bunny which is of course the beginning the whole episode starts out mike's home blah 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 and kyle tells him Bunny, Bunny's out of jail. How did he get out of jail? He goes to visit Evelyn. Evelyn's like, motherfucker, I didn't let him out of jail. As a matter of fact, I want them all dead. You fucking, ki- you you killed the DA. <laughs> like, this isn't yeah. like a joke. We know what you what happened, Mike. We know what Bunny did. We know you're a part of his crew, like associated with him. I'm gonna, I wanna, if I keep this job, I'm taking you all down, which was a great scene by her too. A lot of great scenes in this one. But it turns out that the person who let Bunny out was actually Wendy Sandrine Holt from Warwick yeah, Detention right. Facility. Uh, so that that storyline comes back too. And we see that that little deal that Mike made with her is coming to fruition. And he's cementing himself. That kind of cements what we were talking about, about the new regime, even though he's still in contact with Kareem and all that, he's now in with the new regime. And the fact that she did this may also mean that she's going to want something more back from Mike too. Mm. Right. So and we don't know what that is yet. And, and that's something very interesting. Yeah. So Mike's going to have a lot of decisions to make. Um, we had the one decision we already talked about, where he, you know, should he tell Robert what's he going to do? We see what happens. They beat the, do you think Robert's dead or what? That was the first thing I wrote before I even uh, rewatched this, the episode again. My, when I was just creating notes from my memory, I was like, I'm going to ask Axel, is Robert dead or alive? Um, so. I didn't, we didn't watch the preview, by the way, people. If people are sitting there going like, it was in the preview. I'm going to get... Oh, no. They, oh, well, okay. on Paramount Plus, they haven't been showing previews. Okay, okay. I always stop so, it. You know, I'm, I'm a no preview guy, so... 
Yeah, no, no, no. They 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 haven't been showing previews Good. at least for the last few episodes, so we don't know. Uh, they they intentionally stopped it, I think, like three episodes ago. Um, I I think I think he's dead. Okay. I but, think he's very injured and in like intensive care or something because it that yeah you know i was thinking of that yeah. and he could die in the finale yes that's what i'm saying that yeah. kind of thing yeah like yes. like he's not it dead delays yet it. yep i think he will die i i think he will die because they've been you know the whole thing with the captain like they need someone to blame we need to put someone out the whole thing where morrissey gets killed and he's off but now it's it's coming full circle and it's, I think he. I think he'll end up dying, or they'll leave it. Kind of. He's he's in intensive care or whatever. Yeah. Um. Very very reminiscent of Black Rain. Remember that movie with Michael Douglas and Andy Garcia? I mean, there was no machetes, <laughs> but I like the you know the the bike and the you yeah, know yeah yeah. Uh, what a scene that was, man. And then how the first guy just kind of knocks it. What is he slice him or hit him with a bottle or something like that or. I don't know. He yeah, just, I don't know. He knocked the window yeah. got knocked down and then he got his gun out. And then, yeah, then they, uh, no, it was one of those. I mean, I know one of them had one of those, uh, uh, Ben from lost Michael Emerson sticks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that are so cool. Well, I think that's that really part of the damage. point too, right? Like they didn't just want to shoot him. They wanted to put him in, make him scared, make him feel fear and pain and call out right um and feel like they had dominance over him but also it was kind of it was great writing and good good acting too when as soon as he got hit and he's still on the phone with mike he kind of crouches he goes immediately into like war mode right and oh, he's yeah. like i'm taking heavy fire here mike Get <laughs> it's like send an ambulance or yes, a hearse exactly I mean, like he's right on it he knew what was happening the only thing I could see happening is if Robert, I could see Robert's life in the balance at the hospital will determine if Bunny and Mike's relationship uh, is done for, yeah. you know, kind of like that balance. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't kill him, Mike. Yeah. I just sent a message, Mike. Yes. And then we held Bunny's back like, for if you, he dies, yeah. if he dies, th- this is, you know, it could be I that agree. type of thing, or it might even be past that by now. Uh, but um, that would be a great I mean, setup, though, Solo, because it it leaves open the mayor of Kingstown call where Mike is like driving somewhere and then he gets the call. What happened? Robert died. Oh, shit. It's going down. Right. Like they're going after yeah. Bunny, like Ian and the troops are headed out. And oh, because, you, you know, that'll happen. Yeah. So because Ian be was saying war. that, right, like there's we'll fucking take him down, Mike. We'll grind him yeah. down like they were ready to go. Um yeah, man, that was some shit. So yeah, I mean, I, I mean, Bunny taking out the DA, and and Mike is still kind of like That's okay, shame, <laughs> but yeah. now, That's... but 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 I I just can't see, I mean, because they're setting it up this whole time, like especially with that scene with Evelyn, like you and the goons or whatever you're in bed with, I'm coming after you, and she may not have enough power the way the thing is go, but she's gonna sure the hell try, and mm-hmm. she's like get some rest, it's gonna be a long fight. And, you know, so, I mean, we only have one episode left. um, And unfortunately, with Jeremy Renner's situation, we may not have Kingstown for a while. uh, But it'll be interesting to see what happens in the finale. I mean, they could always do a major passage of time 
because it might be, I mean, it's probably going to release a, a year or so if they do decide to keep going with the series. You know, that's, that's the only thing uh, that, that bums me out aside from Jeremy Renner's accident and what he went, what he's going through. But like, you know, as, as from the show perspective, uh, this, you know, we don't know how long this show is going to go, but there's, there's so many directions they could go in. Uh, and so we'll, we'll see, but that's, we'll see. you know, we'll worry about that later. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it, it, it's these last two episodes are just unbelievable. Um, I, I mean, it was like, well, I've been waiting for all this. So what do you, what do you want to talk about next? Do you, I was Mike. just, I was just thinking, <laughs> I was just thinking Mikey, um, you're the asshole. Um, that's a conversation <laughs> with Ian, but I was thinking about yeah. Ian great. Another great episode from Ian. And when Mike is kind of accosting Robert asking him, did you kill Ben Morrissey? Did you kill me? He's like, I thought we were friends, Mike. And whenever yeah. people say that on this show, like, I thought we were friends. It's like, you're not, Mike isn't friends with anybody, Robert. You know what I mean? Like Mike isn't even friends with his brother. So I right. don't know who you're talking to. But anyway, they did a couple shots of Ian. I wonder how that whole thing will turn out because obviously the word is out that Marcy's dead. Evelyn tells him, right? She knows everybody knows Ian is obviously was there when it happened and caused it um, and tells Mike, you know, it went away. Sometimes things just go away in reference that led to the Napoleon conversation. Right. But do you think Ian's really like if Robert is dead, is in some way, is Ian gonna even be madder at Bunny or them because of his role in it, right? Like he might still be alive if they had not taken out that guy. You know, he might somehow work that in his mind that he's somehow responsible for what happened. I don't know. I was just thinking about that. Yeah, I do love the Ian character. I ho- I like when they focus on him. No, I, I honestly don't believe, I mean, I don't think, yeah, I, I don't think he'll put that connection together. Now it could be in his own mind because, you know, everyone tends to blame themselves when good, when bad things happen to their people and it's like, it's my fault. Yeah. And, but you know, even though it, it, it's not related, it has nothing to do with bunny. It's just, you know, um, but I, I just I'd like Ian's look like when like you said when Mike is questioning Robert did you kill him and Ian's like oh crap <laughs> like yeah. he had that little like uh, shit and, and one of my big questions was will Mike find out will eventually he find out now no one knows unless Ian talks that no would be the one no person one would he would tell right I mean I think yeah. Mike would be the one person that he would confide in whether we have. You know, I just, I'm just thinking whether that really works into a final episode, how you kind of bring that in. That's why I was kind of thinking of Ian's emotional state, feeling guilt over it. No, you're right. You're but, right. You like know. if Robert does die and he's yeah. on the bedside and he goes, I killed him. Mike. Yeah, it was what, my what fault. You do? Exactly. I shouldn't have got mixed also, up in it. But I also love, and now again, we don't know. That that does seem like if this if this show went four seasons, say it or five, it does seem like something that could come out later in the series that could trigger something. Uh, like I kind of like not 
hopefully he keeps that secret and they could use that and then mm-hmm. later on um because if that's the case if he tells mike i mean mike might just lose that may just send him to alaska or his colorado <laughs> cooking school or wyoming or whatever well, because if, if ian freaking betrays him i mean i mean not yeah. that he betrayed him but he did like he's like don't go talk to him i'll take care of it and ian decided to do it with a freaking that was a bad move but by no ian you're right because it's just like kyle did that right mike has no control i mean i think we've well established that well yeah yeah we well established he that. is just not real i mean he's like good at his job but he's not good at it like it's it's fun to watch him do it but in the end maybe a lot of the choices he made there's really no good choice and he just keeps yeah, on see, expecting that to happen there's going to be peace there's but there was never peace there's never there's this shit is always happening you know no you know mitch was i mean we didn't see much but mitch seemed to be the best at it yeah he didn't want mike didn't want the job but he felt okay he's got to do it and he was doing a pretty good job but the riots screwed everything yeah. the infrastructure the riots uh the guards messing up letting you know them killing that dude that the meth guy in prison a lot of things um went into motion that screwed this up and i don't think anyone i don't even think mitch could have fixed the situation you know no not even coach coach not even coach could come in and save this you know no no he he couldn't even you know even if he brings in michael b jordan in the final (laughs) season or whatever a title i think that was the final two seasons or was it just the final season i think it was two right didn't he i don't know i'm 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 still only in season three i gotta finish that series friday night lights a, a show for me that is a good show but in the end had maybe more promise than delivery also a victim of being thrown around to like a million different networks remember it was on like the direct tv audience oh, that's network right that's right it went yeah. from nbc yeah. to that so it's it's that's a tough one but coach is not on this show anymore uh what else did we want to talk about oh let's talk about how Irish. the episode really started which was oh, yes. mike and milo and um we see them sitting down after we don't really get much of an explanation of how they met up, but Hey, we extrapolated who knows it just happened. Now they're in the diner, they're hanging out, they're talking and he just says a deal. Give me the bonds. I'll give you Iris. Um, what do you think of this? I mean, obviously we know it's well-documented on the pod. We've had problems with the Iris storyline it's coming to a head. This was a bit obvious. What what do what do you feel of uh, this whole conversation? All right. Well, it's pretty much standard for for the storyline. However, I do believe there's potential for this to rectify to become something cool okay. that we like. Okay. 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 Now you're t- okay. As soon as he says Iris for the bonds, the only thing I'm thinking is, well, Iris, Iris tried to get away. They tried to put her in witness protection. She came back. However, for 14 million bucks, would this finally be like, listen, Iris, uh, Milo is finally giving you away. You're not tied to this world. You can get on that boat, live your life. Okay. That's a possibility. But with all that's going on, 
And now with what we have with Iris taking out Joseph, who that dude gets oh. taken by surprise every episode. He gets his ass kicked and gets killed. Now, because um, I'm thinking, you know, okay, when Iris calls Mike, and it's, of course, then he realizes this is code for a meeting with Milo. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thinking, is Milo going to set him up? Is he going to want to kill Mike? Is he going to want to kill Iris? Is he going to want to send a message? Don't F with me. I can't see Milo, Milo making a, 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 an honest deal at this point. I really can't mm, see it. Okay. I, I don't believe. I mean, he's like, you know, if you screw me, I'm going to not just kill you. I mean, I'm going to kill your whole family and just, you know, so, and then I'm thinking, will Mike get his boys in place? Will he try to fit? I mean, does he really think if he gives Milo the money, takes Iris. Are you, are you always going to be looking over your shoulder whether Milo's just going to want to get that last yeah, revenge? That's see, that's what I'm thinking. Solo is Iris already ran away from Mike. And the reason why she ran away and ran back to Milo was her feeling of the inevitability of Milo finding her and her never mm-hmm. being able to sever that. Right. So she right. just goes back. She like gives up. There's also obviously psychological um, codependency that developed between them and their history that they talked about last episode, right? You were doing such a good job in New York, right? Like they've had their ups and downs. That factors into the shit with with, uh, Joseph too because the reason why I think Joseph attacks her and tries to rape and perhaps kill her is because the way his girl his girlfriend or wife laughed at him about the power she has all the trouble she's caused the number of times mike has beaten him up because of her right yeah that he wanted to take basically it was an like rape is an act of violence and aggression right not sexuality he wanted to correct to hurt her and take control of the situation she killed his fucking ass good for her Um, but great point was Milo even going to make a right deal with him anyway. Look at the kind of people he has working for him with Joseph, right? Like now, now he's with uh, Joseph. He wasn't too happy with Joseph in the theater about how he screwed things up. So did Joseph, I get, I'm assuming Joseph did this on his own. Cause that would, cause that would have screwed up the deal with Mike or was that the plan the whole time? Did he go rogue? I mean, he said he, I think he, he paid did. his own money. I think he did, yeah. Solo. I think he knew that she was, he was going to make the trade and Iris was going to go away. And this was his chance to, you know, alpha man up and, and mm-hmm. be a horrible human being to her. So, and fucking do whatever he could to get that aggression out before she leaves. Um, I think it's just as simple as that. It's this this power and this pull that she has and this dynamic that developed but because he obviously has, he's the second fiddle to Milo, right? So he's feeling, is he also the second fiddle to her? It's it's just, it's a weird, I, I, that part of the dynamic and the fact that she ends up killing him and it leads to this, I found that to be satisfying and interesting. Um, Me too. The whole setup, like you were saying, I don't really trust Milo. I don't know. Even if they give him the money, do you really think that you're free? So 
I still don't think that it clicks together for me. Um, but I do think that this scene and what we're headed to, how's Milo going to react to the fact that she right. killed Joseph is, is, um, is Mike going to show up and have to rescue her again from right and say, I killed him or, you know, I don't know. I don't know what is going to happen, but I think would, but would Milo really be that upset at this? <laughs> That's the other thing is like, you could imagine him also being like Joseph, you know, he, he was got too close to the line. Just like Sancho. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I, I honestly don't believe he's going to lose sleep over Joseph yeah. getting killed. Uh, Cause I think, I think the writing was on the wall. He was going to yeah. be removed at, of uh, some way. Uh, but however, you know, what will Iris do now? Um, you know, is she just going to go back to Milo or is she going to go on the run? You know, I mean, we got Robert who just is close to death and in four or five hours, he's supposed to meet at midnight, mm -hmm. uh, to make this exchange. Um, you know, what, what is that going to change things? You know, it, it, it's, there's a lot going on and it's really how, how, how is Milo going to react? And I just, I just, I guess in my gut, I just can't see it being that simple. I mean, yeah, he wants to get out of Kingstown, uh, but, or maybe for Milo, knowing he does the deal gives him iris and knowing mentally that she, he will always have a hold on her is good enough for him uh i don't know uh and that's the good thing is we think we know or we like have a, but we really don't know and that's one thing i do like about this show because there are a lot of elements where we can't predict and it's not just cut and dry like honestly and, and and i like not not figuring it all out because you know, it leaves some, but you know, like we said, the storyline's been a little rough, but her letting out all of her aggression on Joseph. And finally, I mean, poor thing is broken. I mean, think about all the crap she's been through and the yes, life she's had. That's and the, you that, could see in every you. stab Good point. in yeah. every stab, her emotion is coming out and, and, and maybe that's what she needed. It may screw her up for the rest of her life. Maybe she, he has turned a corner now and is ready now to go. I, you know, we don't know. I mean, we don't know what's going through her mind, but the boat and go, leaving with Mike does sound pretty good. But like I said, it felt sure like a does. dream sequence in the beginning of the series and wonder if, she, yeah. you know, if Iris dies and maybe he brings her to the boat and sets the boat away. Uh, you know, I don't know. That's stupid. But, um, you know, you know what I mean? Metaphorically. I, I just don't know if Iris is going to get out of this. Well, I like what I don't either. And I like what you said because we had mentioned it. There was like five scenes in a row where people just shit on Iris or the women who work at the club, Joseph, Milo, yeah. anybody who walked past her, you know what I'm saying? And then, so to have that built that I felt was, valid right like earned that they worked up to that i kind of yeah. thought she was going to do that to milo that was my well that's what we've right? been yes that, yes that, that in that the was... end they're going to meet up all meet up and she's just going to be like i fucking killed joseph i'll take this fucker out too it may be i mean because we not? thought that then was they can take the we bombs. thought that yeah because we thought that was 
you 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 predicted that, and I agreed that it just felt like we're leading up to an iris going ballistic on Milo. Yeah. Now it happened with Joseph, which again, like I was saying before, didn't see that coming. I thought she was dead. I thought Joseph was going to kill her. Yeah. I, I thought too. that was the end of Iris. I really did. I was like, there's no way she's getting out of this. Mike ain't coming to rescue her in some undisclosed hotel room. This is it. This Mike is McCluskey done, ain't walking through that door. <laughs> but they, uh, they played I thought James a little... Gandolfini was because it <laughs> me of true romance. Yeah. They played a little uh, nice little trick on us, too, with the old Chekhov's gun when he takes his gun off and puts it up on the counter. And you mm-hmm. think that she's going to have to struggle past him to get to the gun. But then she fucking gets him in the, in the fucking neck. That was yep. I like the way they did that. They I mean, this is a great show. I know this season has felt a bit truncated. Episodes have been shorter. This episode was pretty short. Don't know yet the running time for the finale. Last year, we had a big episode and we had the fucking prison riots and hundreds of people Uh, died. Are we going to have the same thing again going into next week? I feel like shit is going to pop off again. I think there's going to be a war. I think that Ian isn't going to be able to control his anger. Bunny isn't. I think it's all going to come to a head. And if I had my druthers, I don't want the show to end, but I do want Mike to just take the money and get the fuck out of there. Maybe take Kyle and his wife and Miriam and Iris and get into a, a big truck or something and just go drive off. Big, big mystery machine. <laughs> big uh, mystery man. machine. That Scooby-Doo gang. They could solve mysteries in another fucking town that doesn't crush your soul at every chance you give it. But um, I think that's about the episode, man. Is there anything else you want to chat about? I have one question left all right um was so mike almost gets killed i mean we think maybe that was the prison guard i still don't believe it was him oh okay. i think it was just some good other point. Good but point. he doesn't bring it up it, it's no. not brought up nope. at all and he still has the gun too <laughs> right good po- so very good point solo what Hopefully that's addressed in the mm-hmm. finale or is that, I mean, cause he did not bring that up to anybody. Well, Hey, listen, the ABCOs and the Aryan brotherhood in general is not happy about that. I'm sure. And there is mm-hmm. at least one witness, Callie Thorne, who knew that Mike was there and called the person and told them. So tracing that back to Mike is not very hard so that's another good aspect you have. You've brought up there solo. I could add was, to the war yeah, in yeah. the finale. It could add another angle mm-hmm. that we don't see coming. And hey. maybe that's why they do that. And what do writers love to do? What do we see in film? All types of stories, this mirror, right? What did we have last season? A prison riot. What are we going to have this season? The riots on the outside, right? Just yeah. fucking massacre. Terrible shit. Um, and that's what we have to look forward to next week on the mayor of Kingstown. <laughs> no, it's just going to be a bottle episode with Miriam at home watching the news and all this. She's going to see everything that's going on and we're not going to yeah. see another character. Yeah. All right. Episode nine of season two, Peace in the Valley, which I should say was directed by Stephen Kay and written by Christian Donovan and James Arcega Tinsley. Um. So I forgot to do that in the beginning, so I'm going to do it at the end here. I want to thank everyone for listening, everyone for downloading. 
thanks again for the great iTunes, Apple podcast reviews. We got a couple more on the uh, Spotify as well. Check us out at DVRpodcast.com. Become a patron at patreon.com slash DVR. Like uh, so many of our other great patrons have in the past. You can get the all the stuff we've been doing for years and get this early. We've been releasing this a day early too on the Patreon. All right. Any last words for us solo? Well, enjoy the finale, everyone. And you and one Mike enjoy talking about it. We will. Um, I'll, I'll be sending you smoke signals from an undisclosed location in Southern Mexico. Uh, but uh, just remember Axel, like going in, to the finale and you know with me not being here just remember it's 7.99 plus tax 7.99 my ass no it's priceless this pod peace peace <laughs>